You know which one I hate? Um, what's what's the Bloomington one? There's a brewery in Bloomington. It's like well known. Like they even mention it on like Parks and Rec. See, I, I've wiped it from my memory. Bloomington Brewery, Bloomington Barranco. No, <laughs> Upland, Upland. So fucking Upland. Everything I've had from them is <laughs> god awful. <laughs> Everyone like raves about them and they're like, yeah, I love going there. And like, they have like, I guess they have a cool, like little bar, like restaurant thing downtown. And everyone's like, yeah, their beer's good. And like, but like, everything fucking sucks. Everything I've had. I've had like four different beers from them. All of them are gross. Oh, they have two in Indianapolis. So one day we'll do a special and we'll drink only Upland. And just no. shit on. You mean to tell me Bad Elmer's Porter is bad? Or Dragonfly IPA. The Dragonfly IPA was the first one I had. Upland. Disgusting. Oh, Upland Wheat. I have seen Upland. Their wheat's not good. Champagne <laughs> Velvet. I see that one all the time. I haven't had that. I haven't had the Porter. I've had I've had two of their IPAs. I've had the Wheat. And then they have like a... There's like a Pilsner or an Ale or something. I know the Wheat's an Ale. But... Two of Tarts. It's a sour. Like, they might be okay with like a sour or something. Like, something that's not beery. Like, something that has more of like a fruity, like tart flavor but god damn their normal beer is gross i'll get one i'll get like upland wheat next C- week come at me upland fans <laughs> we'll just cut this we'll just release this on instagram only the snippet oh <laughs> just me just me dragging upland <laughs> we'll just tag them just <laughs> fuck sponsorships we're starting beefs with companies prove me wrong upland send me a good beer I'll i'll take it all back this is Western Information. Western Information. The Happy Hour. This is Wasted Information. I'm Jimmy. Um, Brandon. What you got, Jimmy? <laughs> I just have it <laughs> in my notes. I didn't put any specific. I just wrote growing or grew up with waterbeds. I don't know how to. So, so I grew up with waterbeds. Like, like our generation, like you, I me specific. Our generation did not. Waterbeds peaked and valleyed in the seventies. You say that we had a waterbed in our house. <laughs> Here's the thing: my mom <laughs> had a waterbed growing up, and then my parents were divorced. But my dad, at his house, he had a waterbed, and then he got me a smaller waterbed for my. So I had like a full size waterbed <laughs> in my room at his house. And then he didn't want his waterbed anymore. So we brought that to my mom's house for my room there. And being the youngest child in a three bedroom home, I got the smallest bedroom. But I had like the waterbed equivalent to a California king in this very small bedroom. <laughs> I had a good, if you're standing at the footboard, about four to five feet on the left side where my computer desk was. I had no space on the right side. And then I had about four or five feet from the foot to the wall where I had a TV on a stand. So my room was like 90% a waterbed. I mean, I loved it. Hey, my actual master bedroom now is mostly my king bed. So uh, I have no complaints about a bed that's just the whole. I'm talking when you go wall to wall, it's the bed is against the wall, and pretty much wedged in between the bed and the other wall is my desk. 
I'm exaggerating with four. It was probably like at most <laughs> three feet wide. Like there was no movability, right. but I had a giant waterbed. If you've never had a waterbed, them shits are super comfortable. <laughs> if you're okay with like moving around a little bit, like can rock you to sleep. The best thing about having a waterbed is because it's heated. So, because it's water. What fancy ass waterbed did you have? A heated waterbed. So it had a heater on it. So it warmed the water. So in the winter, oh. you're laying on a warm bed. And in the summer, you turn it off and you're laying in a cool bed. So if you're someone like me that still like needs a blanket, not for like the warmth, but just like the weight of it on you. Yes. When you sleep, you can still use a blanket when it's like random scenario. It's like 95 degrees outside and you guys don't have air conditioning for two summers, but you still <laughs> sleep with a blanket. Yeah. Just not that that happened, except it did happen as, as one does. Yeah. But laying on like Apparently a, cool you had a fancy, water bed. I don't, I don't think. I mean, I was pretty little when my parents had theirs. I mean, I remember it. I was maybe 10 or 12 when they finally got rid of it. I don't think theirs was heated. I don't ever remember that being a thing. Maybe it was. I just, I just, I do remember being really little and just like running in there and jumping on the bed to wake him up in the morning. Just, <laughs> just rock the whole bed. Which is, yeah, giant just wave. Just a tidal wave. Yeah. So imagine being like, imagine being in a rowboat and just like rocking it from side yeah. to side. Real, <laughs> since I would wake up my parents in the morning. I don't have to imagine it. I lived it. <laughs> to have your parents wake you up, just pound on one <laughs> into your bed to shake you awake for school in the morning. He's got to slap it. It's just a big it's water. So balloon. loud. Yeah, I know. But the neg- the downside is when you decide you don't want a water bed anymore. Trying to get it out because that yes. mattress now. Is several hundred pounds and it's water. So it's just, it's not sitting in one place. You can't pick it up. Yeah, you drain the bed. Yeah. But to do that, you got to get a hose (laughs) and you have to fucking siphon it out. Yes. And that doesn't get all the water out. It gets most of it. And then you have to just figure out a point where it's like, I can drag it out of the front door. And I, well, if you're like me, I dragged it out to the front porch. And I just like gutted it with a knife just to drain the rest of the water out. <laughs> how how old were you when you finally got rid of this bed? Um, the main one, the big one, I got rid of it my senior year of high school because I wanted oh, more so room. You, like, stayed on yeah, this most of, of high school. I had that bed for years, but I for some reason I was like, I want room, so I downgraded to a twin. So, so before any girls got to see this this bed, no girls got to see it before. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that was a different one. That was the smaller one. That one lasted a lot longer. Ah, that bed, the one at my mom's house, I got rid of like my senior year of high school. The one at my dad's house, I inherited that house eventually and moved back, and the water bed was still there, so I used it sometimes. I had. That and then I had like my bed from college, so I had options. We're but real personal here. Did you ever get to have sex on the water bed? I didn't. Okay. One of, <laughs> I've your. It's one of the things you got to think of it logistically. I mean, is a seventies thing is like implied, but you yeah. got to think of like movement with a mattress. It's like the springs are like aiding you in movement. 
with a waterbed, it's moving on its own. You have to, like, you can't really thrust in a waterbed. Once again, then, it's like doing it on a rowboat. Imagine doing it on a ro- <laughs> No, it's not doing it on that, a right? rowboat. It's doing it on the water, but you're able to, like, lay on top of the water. A rowboat, you can still have, like, a solid foundation to, like, push off of. A waterbed, okay. you got nothing. This is your complaint. My complaint was my senior I'm not year complaining. I'm complaining okay. that I didn't get to try it. Fair. My experience, so the bed I had, at, at one point, I thought it would be cool to, I guess, quote, upgrade my bed from a twin bed. So originally, I had I had twin bunk beds. Because my parents thought I would have friends one day and we could have sleepovers <laughs> and use the bunk bed. Gotcha. Never did. Never once. I think we use it like when my cousins were in town some, sometimes. I think I had one friend ever who uh, would would stay, like spend the night and every now and then. And most of the time we ended up falling asleep in the basement because we had a pull out couch down there and it had like a, a full or a queen size mattress on it essentially. We just pull that shit out while playing video games and just fall asleep. So I had the great idea, like my junior, senior year, high school, that I was going to restack the bunk beds for my sister. Because she actually had friends and they would spend the night. Yeah. So (laughs) I put the bunk beds in her room and we were cool with this. And I was just going to take the pullout couch from downstairs Put that in my room, and that's what I could sleep on. It's my bed all the time. One, this was an awful idea because if you've ever seen a mattress on a pullout couch, it's like three inches thick. It's like nothing. Yeah, it's you're just a wafer you're, thin. Your springs on like the metal bars. Two, if you ever had sex on a pullout couch, if you get off, no, no, no. If you get off balance, that shit will fold up on you. <laughs> Have you ever been eaten by a pullout couch? Well, that's that's yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> the, the the end flew up, and then the couch part, the couch part, it didn't just like get throw us into the couch. The couch part also flipped up, so it was like a, a V essentially from both ends. <laughs> Needless to say, not to get too detailed with this. What position were you in at that point? I don't, remember, I don't remember if things were actually going on or we were just fooling around. I just remember it was not a so great probably time. So like get... both of you laying down. It wasn't it like was... a convoluted position. Well, but, but you got to think something happened that shifted our weight up to a, a fulcrum point. Yeah. <laughs> that allowed the weight of the bed to just. Because <laughs> you got to think like if it was if you're going doggy, depending <laughs> on what position you're facing, you might. Go over the back of the couch and she goes straight into it. <laughs> like you get flung out behind the couch and then she's just inside. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, yeah, it was a great time. So, um, what's in the news? <laughs> well, local news something happened in Indianapolis this morning. Well, last night having to do with a business that I I don't technically work for. I work through. They told us not to talk to media, not to post on social media, like out of respect. And I figured podcasting would be included in that. Granted, 
if nobody listens to it, does it matter? I was going to say, hey, one listener, don't tell anyone we talked about. <laughs> no, this is going to be the one that some newscaster trying to get a big break down in Indianapolis, some like junior reporter just happened to be listening to a random podcast and they're like, oh, we get the inside scoop. <laughs> I'm going to post about this and then our podcast will blow up and then I'll get fired. But hey, if the podcast is doing good, we got you. Uh, we'll lean on our supporters anyway, then. So a very bad thing happened. If you want to know what it is, just Google Indianapolis and you'll find it. Yeah. That's about, I don't know much. I don't have, it wasn't at where I work. It was at a different terminal, but it's very bad. And I was going to say thoughts and prayers, but I, that. that's, that, that's what came to the front of my mind. But I was like, that is the dumbest fucking thing to say. Sending good vibes. Yeah. It's, it sucks for the families. That's, that's really all you can say. Might talk about it a little later. If this verbal non-disclosure agreement goes away. But yeah. Yeah. That, I, so I, got a lot I, of, I think, I think them, them censoring you is just so you're not like, well, they're an awful company. Of course he did that. Like, and you're not well, going to say yeah. that because they're not. We, yeah, we we we're not here to say that. It was it was not the it was not the company's fault. No, no, it was a matter of a person with issues had a problem. Well, I'm saying with the non-disclosure shit because uh, yeah. they told us straight up, like if anyone in the media, if any like news person stops you during the day to ask questions, uh, it's no yeah. comment. But just because we don't know the details yet, right? right. We don't have. There's always going to be like one person that's like, oh, there's a camera for me. I'm just going to start talking so I can get on the news. But basically, it's like, again, it's out of respect for the families and stuff because they don't know what's going on. They don't need the added jackass in a truck spouting off about stuff he doesn't actually know about. My local news is is much lighter than that. So the University of Kentucky recently sent out over 500,000 acceptance letters to high school seniors to a selective health science program. The only issue is none of those students were actually accepted into the program. (laughs) Well, I should say very few of them were actually accepted and very few actually even applied. Uh, the program only accepts like 30 to 40 students every year. So sending a, Hey, congrats. You got in letter to 500,000 people. Uh, it's probably not the best look. That's a lot. And they definitely, they blamed it on their, like their CRM, like their marketing tool. And I was like, no, that's a cop out. Cause I, I mean, I've done similar things, but I'm also not in charge of, you know, apparently 500,000 people's futures. (laughs) Like I'm not sitting here determining whether children are going to get an education or not. I've done it on a much lighter, lighter scale. I mean, our, our email list is like half that, like 200,000 people. I've definitely sent emails with like typos. Um, Oh God, my worst one. I sent an email. I was watching, uh, is when I first started working remote and I was working not in my house. Uh, I sent an email, like our new, our marketing newsletter. And one of the links, instead of linking to 
like a white paper or something that I was supposed to link to. I accidentally linked to the Hulu uh, episode of The Simpsons that I was watching. (laughs) 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 So. It's such a like innocuous thing, too. It's like, it's not. Not like you said, like porn or anything. Just something just silly. It's like, why is it? episode of the simpsons like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm yeah anyway don't do that if you're in charge of <laughs> acceptance letters or any marketing list got oh other semi-educational things did you see this west point cheating scandal no there's there's a bunch of west point cadets i guess they are students who got caught cheating on this final exam, this calculus exam. I don't remember what the number was. A, a, a handful of them, a couple dozen, whatever it was, uh, got expelled. And there was like another few dozen uh, that were forced to repeat a year. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about any of that. Like first, my wife and I were talking about it. She's an educator. If you didn't listen to the episode where she joined us. So she, she has a different take on these things. And, I get the like, okay, expel them. Don't allow them from joining the military. Like that just, you don't want those people with those values. You're right in, in our military. I was like, I mean, we could expel them or we could be like, well, nope. Now you're enlisted and just send them to the front line. <laughs> it's probably not a good standard to have though. I mean, it would scare the shit out of people who are actually at the academies. They probably wouldn't cheat anymore. But then it's basically treating military service like punishment and that would cause. I mean, for the guys who were for the guys who were in the academies, it pretty much is. Oh yeah, they look at regular grunt work as yeah beneath them, but that's a whole other thing. Sports news. God, Google was guessing it. It said Moore's horse sports news. <laughs> oh, there's uh heartwarming story well not heartwarming for me because my u.s masters bet didn't go through ah, that's fair was it bernard langer or whatever i, bet on? I don't even remember that guy's fucking name that was a race car driver was he a master <laughs> no Wait, that was the other one <laughs> that was a different guy hideki matsuyama the first japanese winner of the u.s yeah. masters and he was fucking slaughtering dudes out there too. Like his last, like the last day of it, who was this? Zalatoris caught up on him. But man, he was fucking spanking him at one point. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I've seen some cool stuff like afterward. Like there's some really cool pictures of like him flying home afterwards. And it says like, you know, the green jacket draped over the chair next to him. Yeah. <laughs> like in the airport. And Damn, he's only this- 29. The dude looks like he's 45. <laughs> he's a golfer. You, All golfers look old. If you look at this guy, he he looks like he's 45 and has three children. Like, I don't understand. At least the pictures I've seen of him. Yeah, he kind of has a dad bod. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cool It was a cool thing. So the baseball season started, which is fun. Is it? Not, I mean, not really. There's nothing exciting going on. As we talked about, I believe in our first episode, I like minor league baseball a lot because... No one fucking cares. You're just there to hang out with people, kind of watch a game and drink and have a good time. Yeah. And, and you're, you're not, not paying, paying an arm. To yeah. <laughs> you're not paying an arm and a leg for the seats and or like $10 for a beer. 
paying eight dollars yeah. for a beer, but also like only like ten dollars for a seat. So it's fine. yeah. I remember going to a Cubs game for a friend's bachelor party, and I yeah. think it was like a we had nosebleeds, but it was like sixty-seven bucks a piece, yeah, or something like that for the cheap seats, and then beers were nine bucks a piece. Yep. So baseball. They did. We we talked about how they did some weird stuff with the minor league. Uh, like MLB did some weird stuff with minor league in the first uh, episode, but they also have some partner other professional leagues that they're partnered with. One of them being the Atlantic League, and they're going to start which the Lexington Legends, my local team, is part of. They they use them to test out some like rule changes and stuff every now and then. So the Atlantic League, uh, they use a essentially a virtual strike zone instead of like an umpire behind home plate calling strikes and balls. They just use a computer, which okay. makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, I feel like everyone should. <laughs> but they've they've done that for at least a year now. But some of the rules are changing this year. They made it sound like a big thing in the article. They're like, oh, they're going to move the distance of the pitching, like the pitcher's mound. I was like, oh man, like that could really change the game because last time they did it was like over a hundred years ago. Yeah. And like strikeout percentages were like cut in half because obviously you, the ball has longer time to slow down and the, the batter has, you know, a longer time to see the ball and a longer reaction time. So it's like, oh man, I was like, how, how far are they moving it? They're moving it one foot back. They're going to, so halfway through the Atlantic League season this year, they're going to move it from 60 feet to 61 feet. I was like, is that really going to make a difference? <laughs> we'll find out. Well, so that, w- that was exactly what they said. They're like, we, we determined that one foot is the minimum of like a mo- distance that would actually potentially make a difference. I was like, all right, I guess. And their whole thing is like, they want to see more offense. They just want to see more hits, uh, make it more exciting. The other rule that they're the MLB is going to test in the Atlantic League is this double hook rule, which essentially, whenever you pull your starting pitcher, you lose your designated hitter. So there's a lot of weird strategy that comes into play of like, oh man, do we leave our pitcher in there longer to get you know maybe one more inning of our uh, our DH, which makes things kind of interesting as well. So then they might be sacrificing some some defense for some offense. Other than that, do you have any other sports? I have one slight little XFL thing. I've got nothing prepared. So, latest news in the XFL. The XFL. The XFL. So, the latest news in the XFL, CFL merger, is that the CFL is potentially going to adopt some XFL rules. Is the... We're talking about maybe meeting halfway. We don't know where we're at on the three down, four down thing yet, but I think a lot of the rules are going to be adapted to XFL as opposed to the other way around. And the biggest discussion point this week has been, will they play a combined championship game? So essentially the CFL will have its season. The XFL will have its season potentially in the fall this year. And then the champion from both of those leagues will come together to play a actual like almost world championship game. Where the U.S. has this weird thing in sports where we tend to just call all of our national champions world champions. Yeah. <laughs> like we're, we are the only sports that matter. Internationally. Uh, and like we don't care about our actual international teams. Like we have a USA basketball team. Mm. Do we fucking care about them at all? No. 
it's just a weird, weird thing. But anyway. So you were going to get your uh, COVID vaccine tomorrow. Ooh, that is a news. It is a news. That was a thing too. <laughs> the fact that you said it and I said it like <laughs> in a hundred percent, not mocking way. I just repeated a news. <laughs> it's like, how did I not call you out on that? And I just said it too. So the anyway, important part of this, you were going to get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. I was going, yeah, I was signed up for the Johnson Johnson one and done Janssen vaccine, but Jeez. six women have gotten blood clots. So they paused it out of like 6 million or something, but yeah, still that's how COVID started. It's just, Oh, well, so oh. how many people actually I was died? Like six, six women got blood clots. I was like, I don't think yeah. that's how it started. Yeah. Like, Is it like, really that serious? How many people actually died? And then they just kept dying. I guess that's fair, but also it's only been women like between a certain age. So part of me is like the more they're looking into this, I, I've, I've heard they're talking about. So, Oh, so we didn't really talk about this. The, the FDA and CDC, I think both recommended that we pause distributing the Johnson and Johnson yeah. Janssen vaccine until further research can be done on this. Uh, my notes for this, this segment, by the way, just say J and J vaccine. Oopsie. Um, <laughs> It was a little bit of an oopsie. It was an oopsie. <laughs> yeah, so far their research is like, hey, it's just women between these ages. And they're thinking about allowing vaccines again and just saying like, hey, you probably shouldn't give it to women between those ages. Uh, but anyway, on your end. 18 and 65? Yes. That's all of them. <laughs> all the women. Don't give it to them. But no, it, was yeah, like, so... it was like 22 and 45 or something. I think is the women who have gotten sick so far, but. Yeah, so I just recently got a uh, like an antenna for my TV, so I get like the local channel, so I can actually watch the news in the morning, and then I leave the TV on for Molly while I'm gone. Doing that, I lost my train of thought because I was thinking about how I came home last night and Jeopardy was on, and I was like, I didn't even consider the fact that I could watch Jeopardy live now. Dude, I've been watching Jeopardy regularly. We'll get back. Wait, wait. Pause. We'll finish your Johnson Johnson and then yes. we'll talk about Johnson. Okay. So, so I flip on the news in the morning and the first thing that pops up is like, uh, yeah, CDC recommends they pause distribution yeah. of J&J vaccine. I'm like, well, fuck. So I was like, how do I cancel it? And that, <laughs> cause I was thinking I was just going to lose my place. So yeah. I was like, oh, what's in there is a Moderna one near me also on Saturday. I was like, bet I'll sign up for that. It's like, oh, you still have the other one. You can't sign up twice. Makes sense. And they're like, oh, the email you got. And I was like, I didn't sign up for email. I signed up for a fucking text alert. So I didn't get the cancel link. So I was like, what do mm-hmm. I do? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I had to call 211 for the first time ever. That was a weird thing. It's like calling information. Okay. It's a weird thing. So I called in. They just took like birthday and verified my information and canceled it. And then right away, I signed up for a new one. So it's like a slightly earlier time and it's a lot closer to me than the initial one. Nice. I found out within like an hour, oh, everyone that was scheduled to get Johnson and Johnson vaccines are just getting Moderna now. And then they'll sign you up for the follow up while you're there. It's like, well, didn't really need to do all that then, but <laughs> oh well. So now I'm getting Moderna. Nice. And that made me think, is there gonna be a thing 
like with this new normal since like post well a post covid type world or post right. 2020 world rather of is there going to be like vaccine classism like are the people of the pfizer people going to be saying oh you got the moderna or the there's moderna definitely people, like i mean there's definitely the people kind of doing it jokingly already um uh, i definitely but, have friends that are doing that jokingly I was just say I saw like a t- a news article. I didn't click on it. It was like someone said it may be necessary to get a third Pfizer shot. I think they're talking about both of them now, but yeah, like like in a year, but still, it'll, like just re upping it, kind of like yeah. a flu shot. Exactly. That, that uh, makes more sense. I was thinking like, oh, it's not nearly as effective as we thought it was. We we need to get another one. No, the whole thing they're going through right now is essentially we only have, what, six months worth of data being collected. Yeah. So everything that they've released so far is like, hey, yeah, we found out we're, you know, whatever, 95% or 90% effective, whatever it is, I don't know what their numbers are. We found out we were 90% effective through six months. Everyone's like, wait, it only lasts six months? We're like, no, they, they only have six months of data. Yeah. <laughs> you know, y'all like, we don't have trials don't have for that. like two years because yeah. years ago there wasn't fucking COVID. I mean, yeah, there there are people that are getting sick after having both vaccines, but a lot of those are getting sick with some of these variants that are coming out now. And the number is still very small. It's like 1% of, or like 10% of people or something. That's a big jump. Well, if you're 90%. If you're 90% effective, you know, 10% of the people are probably going to get sick. Well, I was just saying, going from 1% of people to 10% yeah. of people is like, that's a I lot was, of I was trying to think about numbers <laughs> in my head, but yes. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's a whole thing. But yeah, they are they are talking about, like, we'll have to, we might have to go back in in eight months or a year to, to get another booster of it. But it is what And it then is. also, just a caveat to this whole conversation, we don't know shit about vaccines. No. We're just saying what we've seen and what we've read. We're not yep. saying any of this is true. We're not saying any of this is valid. This is just what we've come across. Do not take yeah. anything we say as law. And also, as, this is as of the middle of April 2021. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're listening to this a year in the future and COVID's come back with a vengeance, don't blame us. The one God, the scary shit is like now they've opened it up to everybody. There's just so much extra. Like people just aren't getting it. Kentucky has five hundred thousand extra vaccines just sitting around waiting for people to come get them. Like, what's wrong with you, Kentucky? Do something. Yo, I got a follow up from last week though. Okay. So on conspiracy theories, we we kind of finished talking a little bit about like towards the end we were talking about like UFOs and stuff like that. Yeah. The government has confirmed. Not necessarily UFOs. They've confirmed that the video of the pyramid-shaped objects that were in the sky were taken by like people in the Navy. And it's a genuine video. And that they have no explanation for this video or these items. They haven't come out. And so that's a UAP, which is what they call UFO. Like their official unidentified aerial phenomenon or something. They haven't used that verbiage yet. Verbiage. But it's something in the sky that they can't explain. And they have confirmed that. So and it's a real That's video. Something. Might not have been a conspiracy. <laughs> we didn't we didn't touch on it as a conspiracy theory. We touched on it as a something weird. We didn't talk about but, the pyramids at all. You just brought that about the blue. We talked about UFOs. 
We did, but you brought up a specific UFO that some people haven't heard of. Some Correct. people on this podcast haven't heard of. There's a video of these green, I believe they're green, pyramid-shaped objects. And the video came out, like, I want to say almost a year ago. I could be wrong. But anyway, government's confirming now. We don't know what the fuck they were. Also, semi-related to last week, we were talking about monkeys and uh, Neuralink. Not a Neuralink thing, but a monkey thing. There are scientists. Monkey scientists? I believe it's almost. There are scientists. And I believe they're uh, part of the team is in China. They are making these human monkey like embryos, like I, these hybrid embryos. Yeah. These little chimera embryos. Yeah, I did see that. There's definitely there's a lot of people who are voicing some ethics concerns about this. So t- to be fair, they're not like trying to make like a human monkey hybrid. Like they're not trying to birth a new animal or anything. Uh, they're doing this like embryonic testing to potentially help with organ donation. So now, right now there's a really high demand for organs. We essentially don't have the supply for the amount of demand uh, that we need. So people have been trying to grow different types of organs in farm animals, which is a whole other issue that I have. Yeah. They're trying to grow them in like sheeps and pigs and shit. Uh, not in shit, but you know, etc. There hasn't been a whole lot of success with this. So I, the idea behind this was, well, what if we grow them in a container that is more hospitable to human organs this being some sort of monkey human hybrid sack essentially it's a sack of cells that they can grow these organs in but yeah there's all there's all kinds of crazy issues about like oh god like what if they figure out like this is something viable and it actually like it could be a living thing and no no one's like everyone's like we don't want to try that like it's not going to be a thing no one here is doing that there's been bad movies based on this specific thing like basically Which, again, ri- i don't remember what the movie's called i know it was shit but it's where there's like an island of, of like cl- no <laughs> there's like an island of like clones of like rich people in case oh. they need like organ transplants yeah well they they grow like actual clones well yeah i mean that's what he's getting to if they're talking about like artificial like growing organs yeah they're not talking about growing actual animals uh, they're essentially like they're gonna grow a sack to like grow this thing in. So yeah, but people are like, "Well, you don't know. Like, you don't know how this is gonna form. Like, what happens if it has a Sorry. brain?" I googled it. I just googled Clone Island, and the movie's called The Island. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm pretty sure called that. There, Fucking, there's also oh my god, um, Fucking Scarlett Johansson, Ewan McGregor, yep. and Steve Buscemi. That movie was terrible. Yep. Oh, that's the one where they they think like the island is a prize or whatever, right? Like a lottery. And then they, the actual thing is like you go to the island and they're going to, it's essentially a giant slaughterhouse or something. Lincoln Six Echo and Jordan Two Delta live with others. Yeah. Isolated compound. This There's this giant community. factory that, yep, that grows these clones. Yeah. One resident gets to leave the compound and live on the island by way of mm-hmm. a lottery. But it's not true. The island. Oh, the they don't, they don't live on, well, they're told the lottery, they get to go live right. on an island. But really, right. they get killed for their organs. What a bunch of jerks. <laughs> yeah. 
so that's where these ethics concerns are coming in and we're like, well, you're growing embryos. And then, so of course the like, an embryo, embryo. an embryo is a, a thing, uh, argument is like, well, what happens? Like if there's a brain, is it a monkey brain or a human brain? They're like, what happens if it, like they're going through all these different things and they're like, some fucking matter one <laughs> but yeah so that's one follow-ups to last week's stories look at us keeping some sort of consistency was that your last news story i want to talk about jeopardy because you brought up jeopardy for a second uh. have you started watching jeopardy again no i was going to today but then we had a podcast and it came on as soon as the podcast started I know. It's seven. That's the only bad thing about recording at seven thirty. It gets in. It gets in the way of my Jeopardy. Should, uh, dude, should we start recording at eight on Fridays? But like, watch <laughs> Jeopardy together. Just watch Jeopardy together. We'll have a on watch a party for the first half hour. <laughs> so we're like, we just both go watch Jeopardy after the show. anyway. We have uh, to start. I'm saying like we're watching in real time, but like with the computer delay. So like one of us yells out an answer that you haven't heard yet. <laughs> Oh no, we would set up the actual like streaming thing. I just anyway. put it on the TV. But so we got a potential new permanent host for no, Jeopardy. No, he's not. He's not permanent. Potential. What do you t- no. He's They're all potential. Well. No. Dude, okay, yeah. So Aaron Rodgers has been guest hosting for two weeks. And I do really like him as a guest host. Today was his last day. If you haven't watched until Good luck. he comes back. He has been doing really good. I like his banter with people. Like he'll make fun of the contestants when they get shit wrong, uh, which is, and which I is have great. seen some of the contestants like will make jokes at, like with yeah Final Jeopardy make like a Packers joke yeah it's it's actually really fun to watch him uh, he's been doing really really well he might be tied for my favorite guest host right now so who else has had... been guest hosts well so what's his dick uh, Ken Jennings Ken Jennings he started he did the first like good chunk of it after uh, Trebek died. Uh, African Jennings, the uh, one of the producers, uh, Mike Richards is his name. He did it for a couple of weeks. He was actually phenomenal. I loved him as a host. He, had, he presented really well. He had good interaction with people. And he knows the game, obviously, because he's a producer. He was very, very good. Katie Couric was on. God awful. She was the worst. Like, it was so bad. Uh, Dr. Oz was awful as well. I hate Dr. Oz. Yeah, that's what fucking like, creepy ass dude. Weren't allowed to watch it. My wife hates Dr. Oz too, so she's like, nope, <laughs> this is fucking pervert that spews snake oil Made shit. Bullshit. Yep. So we're I mean, I, I think that's been it so far. There might be one other that I'm missing in there. But they have they have a bunch of the guest hosts still lined up. I think pretty much to the end of the year. The only one that's currently still missing that we really need to get on there. I'm looking forward to I think actually starting next week is Anderson Cooper, which will be interesting. The one that's not on there, who is my number one vote for the next host, is LeVar Burton. Ooh. And I, I think USA Today or someone, one of the like news outlets recently like essentially endorsed him as next Jeopardy host. Well, I got the list here. It might have been like New York Post or something, but... So, Dr. Fuck, I hate his face. Yeah. Rogers is finished. Anderson Cooper next. Then Bill. Bill Withers. Withers. Bill Whitaker. Whitaker. That's his name. Correspondent from 60 Minutes. Yep. 
There's a couple of the 60 Minutes guys. Buzzy Cohen, a fan favorite contestant. I had no idea who he was. Apparently, he won like the Tournament of Champions or something. He will step in to host this season's Tournament of Champions. Yeah. He must have had like a good on-screen persona. The one chick from uh, Big Bang Theory. Maya Bialik. Yep. There you go. That'll be that'll be an interesting one. Because well, she's got a PhD and all that. Neuroscience. She's an actual doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Savannah Guthrie. Yep. News anchor. NBC Today. Doctor Sanjay Gupta. That'll be an interesting one, too. I don't I don't know how I feel about it. he's he's all right. That's all it's got so far. There's a couple other sixty minutes guys on there. I'd really I think the other one who would be really, really good at it would be Lester Holt. He's one of my favorite like news anchor guys. I don't know who that is. Lester Holt? I don't watch the news. Ah. Anyway, LeVar Burton is still my my go-to. I, I hope they get him by, before the end of the year. That guy doesn't look like a real person. <laughs> who? Lester Holt. No. Ew. He's an interesting one. He doesn't look real. <laughs> he looks like he's made of wax. <laughs> he, looks, of- he looks like a doll. That doesn't look like a person. He's a sexy man. Uh, is he? <laughs> speaking of sexy men. It's like his hairline is receding, but his forehead was trying to keep up with it to catch it. <laughs> so, it's like your forehead was going up as the hairline is going back. Like, hey, 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 stop, stop, stop. <laughs> that is a six head if I've ever seen one. I mean, it stops at an okay spot. It's just like. Wait, his hairline or his forehead? <laughs> Well, like, yeah, Neither so his hairline, his hairline's a little bit back further than, like, mine would be, maybe. A but it's also, little. like, three inches higher. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's what I'm it's saying. It's backward. Like, I've seen, like, people whose, who's, like, hairline is, like, yeah, whose hairline is, like, halfway back through their head. It's not there. It's, it's like, almost at a normal spot. But his, it's a tall forehead. Look at that. That is not a good hairline. <laughs> that is not a good head. Okay, that's fair. But Lester Holt, like a- fantastic. Fantastic. Like a man. fucking Klingon with a smooth forehead. <laughs> it's Klingon with Botox. Uh, <laughs> I can start calling him, start tweeting at him, hashtag Botox Klingon. It's like, what does that mean? Oh, we, well, we know what's going in the, our uh, announcement this week. Announcement? Instagram post, whatever. I'll be the first. Hold up. Hashtag. I got to double check See if it's been used before. It is not. I guarantee it. It's not been used yet. <laughs> Be the first to use Botox Klingon. <laughs> but anyway, is there's some good things. There's a lot of bad things that have been going on in the world. Makes you just kind of want to just go live in the woods. <laughs> go camping, if you will. That's fair. Came up with that earlier today. I, um... <laughs> When you just asked if we wanted to talk about camping, we're we're gonna we're gonna ignore. There, there's been some shootings that we're not gonna talk about <laughs> by police officers. There's been some, let's go talk about the woods. I'm in. Yeah. Fuck society. Let's go live in the woods. We'll talk about that on the real deal. Till then, this has been wasted information. I'm Jimmy. Um, Brandon. <laughs> Thanks for listening.
If you like what you heard and want to keep up with the show, make sure to subscribe on Spotify, Google, iTunes, or wherever you go to for podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at WastedInfo or email us at WastedInfoPod at gmail.com. Until next time, this has been Wasted Information. The Happy Hour.